So I'm gonna start off by venting a little bit of the home ownership struggle. Apparently, ceiling fans with dimming capabilities do not do well with smart switches. So I had an electrician out here changing the smart switch for the fan to a dumb switch or just a traditional switch is I guess what you would call it. And I thought I was slick. I was going to buy this bond bridge because my fan ceiling fan, it's on a hundred percent or it's off And I, because I don't have a remote I it didn't come with the house. So I have to either buy the remote or I could buy this bond bridge, which apparently connect to your Google home, Alexa and all that good stuff. And you can just say, Hey, you know, Turn it to one, two, three, whatever. Eh, well, I just found out, opened it, packaged, tried to program it, that I need the remote anyway, so got to go buy a new remote for the stupid fan, which it's a fan that doesn't have the name brand on, on it. I had to like pull out the inside and get the item number and Google the item number. And you know that's going to be expensive because only a high-end brand would not put their name on their product. Absolutely crazy. Welcome to HDBT. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for sharing the show, liking the show, following the show. I really appreciate that, especially in the Christmas season, the chaos, the purchases, the family drama, and all of that good stuff. But remember what the reason is for the season. Jesus was born, and he came, and he gave us the best gift of all. So thank you, Jesus, for that. Shout out to our boy, Chad. He has a podcast called Unashamed Radio. You can follow it at Unashamed Cast on the Twitter. He's going to be coming out with YouTube, but he has it wherever you can listen to a podcast. And his show, it's a really cool idea. Average everyday believers and their testimonies of what God has been doing in their life. Fantastic idea. So give him some love. Go check it out. Unashamed Radio. And be blessed. Be encouraged by what God is doing in other people's lives. You can follow him again, Unashamed Cast. C-A-S-T, Unashamed Cast, on all the Twitter sites. And remember, they are wherever you listen to podcasts, you can look them up. So give it a look. few things came into the news as I was coming to record. Hunter Biden is in the news again, not because of Ukraine. So it looks like the Democrats are going to try to find a call or a whistleblower with Trump and Chi to kind of cover up this too. But if you ever wondered, like, why was China not a big deal until Trump came around? Why under Obama? Why under Bush did we not care about China? Well, there's probably a number of reasons why. One of them was our businesses sell out to them all the time to get into that big one billion person market. But another reason is the politicians as well. And our good old government does the same for almost six years the firm connected to Hunter Biden in China has moved more than $2.5 billion into various automotive, technology, energy, and mining endeavors here in the good old U.S. And analysts point to a plethora of ethical challenges, quote-unquote, of Hunter doing such a deal in China with his father in the White House. At a time when the Obama administration was trying to pivot Asia, a policy that ultimately fell flat, one has to at least stop and think about connections between policy and personal interests were there. While chances are Hunter Biden was doing what a lot of family members of famous politicians do, cash in on their name, it looks dirty. You think? Do you think it looks dirty? And oh, well, a lot of politicians do it. I love that's kind of how like the disclaimer. Well, see, the truth is the politicians do deals 
at our expense so that they can get rich, so that their family members can get rich, and they can share the money that way. See, a quid pro quo in the legal definition is I'm going to do this for you in exchange for this. But if I just do this for you in a little wink for when I get out of office or give it to a family member, and then you do something for them, well, that's not a quid pro quo. That's a quid and then a pro quo over somewhere else. And that's how the dirty little secret gets done. And when a billionaire becomes president, these deals come to light because they don't need to do unethical, illegal things. Trump actually stopped. I've been listening to Trump Jr. going around on tour for his book, and they've stopped all the new deals. Like They have current deals that are... They're filling them out and fulfilling them and taking them to the end, but they've stopped all foreign new deals, which is a big hit. That's a sacrifice that Trump has had to make. I don't think Trump gets enough credit for the cost of what he has done and the, what he caught, what he gave up to become president. Anyways, so it looks like we're going to have another impeachment trial about something quid pro quo-ish from Trump and Chi to hide a, hide a, a Biden thing. And the next thing I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to encourage you, if you're in Ohio, if you know somebody who is related to someone in Ohio, you need to share this with them. There is a bill coming out, and it's probably a good bill. All you know, you really critical abolitionist, and I'm just kidding, I love you guys, might even like this bill. Pro-life Republicans introduced in legislation a ban on all abortions by putting prenatal killing under the existing murder statutes. Which is kind of interesting because some states already are like that, right? And then they make exemptions. But that's neither here nor there. Abortionists would not be prosecuted for administering life-saving treatment to a pregnant woman whose life is at risk, provided they take all possible steps to preserve the life of unborn child while preserving the life of the mom. Now, this is an interesting one to me, and they might be able to like find a way around this. But to me, I like that because... And again, unless there's some way around it, and who knows, there's always seems to be ways around laws like we've talked about with regulations and companies. But especially now with how young you can deliver a child, a C-section to me seems like one of those all possible ways to save the child is let's just deliver the baby and we can take care of the baby and then adoption or maybe the parents decide to take care of the baby or whatever. So maybe that is an option. Like we got to wait till we can deliver the baby and then we will remove the baby. Cause I mean, honestly, I've heard a lot of doctors, sorry, I just breathed into the mic. I've heard a lot of doctors talk about how there's no medical cases nowadays for an abortion to happen. There's not one. There's always something to be done. So that's exciting. At least it's exciting in my book. All right. There is one more Reason to delete Facebook. And we'll talk about that in a second. But first, I want to talk about our sponsor that I love, Skillshare. If I can pull it up, there it is. Skillshare, on-demand learning. And this is so great because we are busy and we have tons of things we're doing. Hopefully, you are having multiple streams of income. You have a side hustle. You're starting a business. You're raising a family. And you don't always have a set schedule. I sure don't have a set schedule. So it's nice to have on-demand classes. They have classes in graphic design, photography, UX, UI, creative writing, animation, freelancing, entrepreneurship, storytelling, all things that will increase the value you can provide people and make some money, get a return on your investment. They're on-demand. You have classes with coursework. 
You have groups that come together. You can see the qualifications and why they have the people that are teaching. It's a great, awesome experience. So go check out the thousands of classes they have. Join the millions of students that are already learning. You get two whole months free when you go to Skillshare.com HTBT. Sign up. Go to Skillshare.com slash HTBT. Did I say backslash? It's forward slash. I did that in the beginning. It's Skillshare.com slash HTBT. Skillshare.com slash HTBT. Two months for free. Go try it. You get two whole months for free. And you do that, you're supporting our show and supporting them at the same time. So go check it out. Skillshare.com slash HTBT. All right. What is another reason to delete the Facebook? We've heard of spy concerns. We've heard of them leaking things. They are shady people and they're liberals and all those other things. But it turns out there is a study. This is another one of those. I can't believe. I can't believe they spent money to study this. Spending three hours a day on Facebook turns out to lower grades. Oops, I just kicked my water. So outrageous. They like Guys, let's do a study on people that spend three hours a day on Facebook and what happens to their grades. Uh, and they compared it to two hours. So apparently two hours is the average time people spend on Facebook. Now, like I believe for myself, I possibly do that for all social media just because I'm always on it, always on the phone, promoting those shows, interacting, trying to grow membership, trying to grow listeners and all that stuff. But if the average person who has no business justification for being on social media is on for even two hours, that's pretty crazy. But this is what they found, which is why I wanted to bring it up that I thought was really interesting. Going from two hours to three hours of social media time on Facebook, there was a 10% drop in your grades. Now you think grades, you think young kids. But I want to take this and apply it to all of our lives. If you are spending even two hours, two to three hours on social media, and it's not a business justification, you're not a social media manager, you're not promoting your books, you're not doing podcasting, and all those things. I know there's reasons for it. There's reasons to do almost everything. But if you are not using this for some kind of goal or fitting into the vision or work, something that is going to return investment for your family, for yourself, and you're spending that much time, you're going to suffer. And the more time you spend on it, the less you're going to be able to do the things that are valuable. So I want you to just take in this, take some time and assess yourself and think about how much time do I waste on these social media sites? It could be any, anything, honestly, but it was from two to three hours, just an extra hour, a 10% drop. I wonder what an hour from one to two hours does or how much time, what can you do? Think about it this way. What could you do with an extra two hours in your day? What if you took just two hours? If you're, let's just say you're doing these three hours a day on social media and said, I'm just going to spend one hour a day on social media. And then for those two hours, I'm going to get back. I'm going to do something that is going to grow my revenue. I'm going to do something that is going to increase the value I can provide. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to take a class on Skillshare. I'm going to do a number of different things. I'm going to serve my community. I'm going to serve my church for two hours a day, 10 hours a week, 40 hours a month. What kind of impact could you do with those extra minutes, those extra hours? You should pray about that if that is you. Again, I'm on social media all the time because I'm trying to promote our network. I'm trying to promote our show. I'm trying to grow listeners. I have reformed Jellicle, all this stuff. 
And that could be you too. And I'm not saying that social media is evil in and of itself, but let's be wise with the times. Let's redeem the times that are evil for the glory of God and be productive because being successful is not three hours on Facebook when you have no business purpose to be on it. Amazon, this is incredible to me. Amazon wants to ship you anything in 30 minutes. I cannot get my kid into the car and go to the store and get what I want and know I want. I mean, I'm not even like going to the store and we'll see what I get. But if I even knew what I wanted, like I need to go get a remote remote for my fan. I can't get my kid into the store, go to Home Depot, get the fan, come back home in 30 minutes. Amazon is going to ship 30, <laughs> ship you things in 30 minutes if you are within a fulfillment center. They're going to spend $35 billion this year on logistics. Think about that. Like normally you think of investment and coming out with a new product, building your new website, but how much money that Amazon is putting into logistics is incredible. And they will, their goal is to get you anything you want in 30 minutes on Amazon, anything in Amazon for 30 minutes in 30 minutes when they have their full drone fleet, which that is interesting in a few ways. But one of them to me is one, that they are just assuming that they are gonna have a full drone fleet. Now imagine that, because when 30 minutes happens, this is the next interesting thing, is how is anyone else gonna compete that is a grocery store or is going to you know, be a department store, specifically those clothing stores, Best Buy. If I can get anything I want in 30 minutes, how many drones are going to be flying around? That's going to look a little crazy. It's like the arrows are going to blot out the sun. Drones are going to blot out the sun. Now, you may be thinking, well, how many drones can they possibly get? I mean, let's are you being a little like allegorical or symbolic or whichever one it is those? I don't know. I'm not a literary major. Just think about this. In a fulfillment center in Amazon, they have 200,000 robots. Or they have 200,000 robots in their fulfillment centers. 500,000 employees since 2012. So since 2012, they've added 200,000 robots. Can you imagine 200,000 drones flying through the air? Absolutely incredible. Now, I want to make this point. 500,000 employees have been hired by Amazon since 2012. And I've been hearing which is kind of funny to me because it's the left eating their own because Amazon, Jeff Bezos, Washington Post, super liberal. They were getting crap for not paying taxes. And the left loves to pretend that the most noble thing you can do, the most humanitarian thing you can do is pay taxes. The most virtuous thing you can do is pay taxes. And if you don't pay taxes, you're a terrible citizen. You're worse than illegal aliens. You're worse than the people breaking the law to come into this country if you don't pay taxes. But let's just remember, they hired 500,000 employees since 2012. 500,000 employees. Amazon, regardless if they pay taxes or not, is adding tremendous value to us. They're going to be shipping us anything we need from Amazon in 30 minutes. Could you imagine what can change in a world where we're shipping things in 30 minutes or less? I'm blown away when I get something in like four or five hours from Amazon. I don't even know how they do that today. But the world is going to be changing, and a lot of it 
is going to be with drones flying around, which is going to be a weird, weird thing, right? I mean, just picture that. How many drones are flying around? And then they like all get hacked in and they, you know, turn on you, some Chinese hack or something. I'm just kidding. All right, let's talk about something positive. Oh, here's a little fun fact. Don't really have anything to say about it, but I just thought it was funny. Shopping while driving is now a thing. 39% of us are going to be shopping while we're driving during Christmas. So be careful. Please be shopping while you're driving at a stoplight, not while you're on the freeway trying to merge. We have terrible enough people as is. So you may be wondering, hey, I hear your advertisements on Skillshare. I want to better myself. I hear you talk about having side hustles, having uh, doing things, taking two hours to improve myself. But what should I do? Well, here is a breakdown of the most in-demand skills for 2020 in finance, marketing, sales, and engineering. And I'm actually going backwards. But if you want to get into one of those areas, finance, marketing, sales, and engineering, look for ways to build your skills in these areas. So software engineering. Learn Python, a programming language used in software development, infrastructure management, and data analysis. It's a really popular one. React JavaScript library for building user interfaces, which user interface is what you see in the front, not the back end. The Docker, it's an open source platform used to create software packages. Java is a program language, and then JavaScript, which is primarily used for interactive web design. So those are five different languages, skills that you can learn. There are so many programming skills out there. So you want to make sure if you're going to learn a programming language that it's one of the popular ones that you can be uh, used and provide value to multiple projects, not just like find one little niche or find a language that's going to be replaced really quick. So make sure that you are, if you're going to learn a language that you learn one of the the major ones that are being used nowadays. All right, marketing, digital marketing, advertising products or services through search engines, websites, social media, and mobile apps. That is a huge one. And that's just going to be more and more of a high demand thing. And it's always going to be constantly changing because in the algorithms and the engine, the search engines are always changing and always improving. New technologies come out that they're adapting for. So that could be something if you're not wanting the same old, same old for the rest of your life, that could be an interesting one. Python. So that is also with engineering, also with marketing, web development, SQL. So SQL is a great one. If you have a logical mind, I know SQL and it is great for writing reports. If you want to get into building dashboards, like with Tableau, Excel has it with Power Pivot, and you can use SQL as well, which means you can write the queries and you don't need a DBA, a database analyst or database analyst. I always say, is it data or data? Oh, I've heard it both ways. But if you could do both, is write your own queries and build dashboards, you can be tremendously valuable. And that would get you into a six-figure, six-figure salary really quick and you probably don't need a degree for that. Like if you could prove that you know SQL and you can build dashboards, I wouldn't be surprised if you could get six figures without a college education. And Google's, Google Ads is number five. And sales, sales skills, communication, negotiation, storytelling, Skillshare, all those, have all those. Excel, that's a huge one. And the, if you just start using Excel for things and start playing around, watching videos, you can learn Excel pretty well if you have a logical mind. And I mean like a sequential mind because a lot of it is like if equals and you know all these functions and such uh, you can always learn things in Excel you'll never know it all leadership web development public speaking and then last finance Excel SQL financial analysis Tableau hey we talked about that and then leadership 
So a lot of these are cross skills over different functions, which if you're looking to change from one area to another, you may already have some of these skills that you can leverage and jump into another industry. Something to think about in this new year as we're looking for career improvements for or promotions to add on different um, you know, side hustles. Like you can go into Upwork and you can use these skills and sell them. People are looking for freelancers to do this stuff and to start new businesses. So let's get that shopping done. Don't shop while you drive. Add some skills and bless others and we'll talk to you tomorrow.